This is Slobberknockers, the show where three fans get off the couch and on the mics to talk all things football. With your hosts, Joshua Toomey, Gene Vogel, and yours truly, Baco. Welcome to Slobberknockers, the show where three fans get off the couch and on the mic to share their wonderful sports knowledge with you, the listener. My name is Baco. I am the co-host of the Cobras and Fire podcast. With me, as always, every week, well, for the most part, we have Josh Toomey from the Talk Toomey podcast and Gene Vogel, Gene Vogel from the Disciples of the Watch podcast. Gentlemen, how are you this evening? Hey, welcome to the couch, boys. Yeah, we're back on the couch now. <laughs> get get on in. The water's fine, fellas. It's weird though. I've for eight, uh, well, seventeen of eighteen weeks, uh, I've spent at least one day watching a football game standing up, pretty much the whole time. Uh, I don't know how if I'm going to be able to revert back to just sitting on a couch like some kind of normie, some kind of loser. <laughs> right? <laughs> losing any weight as a result of that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, who yeah, you know the, the the food I cook for game day typically it uh it's oh, like, I you, gotcha. you need to move around a little bit to well keep you from weighing down and also burn those calories but uh boy uh if if the Vikings would have played as good as my buffalo wings turned out on Sunday it would not have been a close game. Uh they, they would have won handily is what I'm getting at. That's how good those wings were. Um but yeah, sadly, uh, uh the magical season is over. In kind of a disappointing way, and I don't know, Gene. Before I kick it to you for your your analysis, uh, it just felt, I don't know. It, it it seems like when we lose these games leading into them, there's like these little precursors, and I don't really understand it because it seems like there's a lot of shit talk about our team from the other team, like the Packers, the Cowboys, and the, the Giants. You know, like oh, if we would have played a perfect game, we would have beat them the first time. Yet if we would have played a lot better, we you wouldn't have been close. I, I I just don't yeah. I don't you know when I see like the Bucks and Cowboys play and the Bucks got their ass handed to them I see everybody getting together on the field talk about what a great game and good to see you sorry a kicker missed four extra points but when we lose it's like yeah we told you they're nothing I just I don't mean again it's probably perspective you know what I mean it's difficult to take uh, the fandom out of it and they're stupid I don't know the, the, both their head coach and their defensive court. What's their defensive coordinator's name? Uh, Pat Sajak, Bob Barker. I I just and how come You're nobody close. how come nobody talks about the fact that guy has a famous game show host name? Uh, it's just Wink Martindale. Yeah, we just it we comes just, up. We, we they just say it like we're all supposed to just accept that this, this guy's name is Wink. I don't know, uh, but. Disappointing to say the least. Uh, I, I my hats off to Kirk Cousins. Um, I, I think we saw maybe he can play a little bit better with another year and you know with the year under the system with him. But I, I think this is the peak that you're going to get. And I do have a silver lining for Viking fans. It's not the greatest one, but this is my best thing I can say. Our defense just needs to be a little bit better, and we're a much better team. Like like my prediction was top eighteen. If we would have met that very modest goal, uh, we would have probably taken care of that game. Daniel Jones is not the second coming of anything good. Uh, and uh, look, Saquon Bartley is legit, but the rest of that team, I mean, it's its easy to catch the ball 13, years do- 13 yards down the field when nobody's near you. And we, we saw that left and right this year, and we were able to compensate at certain times, but our defense was garbage. Pretty much from that Philly game on, there's a couple of times we, we did okay against the Colts, 
Uh, but we know how how much of a you can take away from that. And I guess the Bears game at the end of the season, they're fucking shit. So I don't know. There you go. Um, I, I, I think it's more scheme. I'm surprised Ed Donatel is still our defensive coordinator, but I do believe uh, tomorrow around 1 o'clock when we get the press conference with the GM and the head coach, we're probably going to hear something different there. Um, and they seem like guys who like to make things nice and bubbly, so maybe he'll retire. I don't know. But I do think a new scheme, a different coordinator can elevate the current – and they, they're going to revamp. There, there's just too many guys over 30 making a lot of money. There's going to be a lot of different players in this defense next year. We'll see how it plays out. But there's my silver lining. Gene, you're the uh, other Viking fan on the show. What's your takeaway on the season and the game? Well, it was a fun season. It definitely, like I said in the past, it's it was a lot more than I was expecting. Um, we had no idea other than, you know, yes, he was involved. Uh, Kevin was involved in winning a, a Super Bowl last year. That doesn't mean squat because we've seen how many different quarterback or uh, coaches that have come from that pedigree that just crapped the bed. Look at the Raiders and coach. We, it was a lot of fun. We, we it was a good uh, season that was entertaining to watch. And it was uh, a lot of um, a lot of people going to the emergency room with heart issues uh, throughout the season, unfortunately. <laughs> But understandable. But it was still a lot of fun, and this was not a fun game. This was like, boy, we're we're kind of staying in it, but that's only because it's the Giants. And if this had been the Colts, we we probably still would have won. But the Colts obviously didn't make it to the playoffs. Uh, you have to make it to the playoffs at Baco to play in the playoffs. Mm. I don't know if you got that memo. Um, so, one thing that with the season is you're supposed to learn from your mistakes. Teams will will. Do all their homework. They will find where you are weak, and they will attack you there. And then when, after you get attacked in such a fashion, you now have another opportunity to fix those mistakes. I thought maybe. Uh-oh. Can you guys hear things me? too much. But when the playoffs start, well, then we're going to show them something. And, and the coach or the coordinator even said, we got the, the, the veterans are all involved. This You're going to like what you see on Sunday. And then proceeded to just lay a huge dump right there in the center of the bed. If you guys can hear me, we're gonna pause the commentary here. I'm uh, I'm only seeing black squares. I lost the internet. Sorry. Um, <laughs> where, where, about, where, where did you drop? Um, you had just said something like we, had, but we shit the bed. You were talking about how the other teams uh, prepare for you. And you're supposed to make you learn from your mistakes too, and do the same thing. You're at that that little section, right? So there was so much that we, we that kept us in the game between you know they're they're not of that good of a team. I boy, you would think of course based on the Giants fans' discussion after the game, they're going to the Super Bowl. This is it, baby. They're not that good of a team. They're 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 they were good enough on Sunday to beat us, but we were bad enough to lose it. That's what very unfortunate that. There, there wasn't enough preparation or there wasn't enough adjustments to, to nobody spy in the quarterback. No, why was nobody keeping an eye on the quarterback? He can run, he can move. Uh, he's not the greatest. Don't get me wrong, but he keeps drives alive by doing that, especially sure. when nobody's defending him and he can get 10 yards every time he decides to scamper. I don't know what his average was. That was quite embarrassing. Yeah. What are the giants? They only punted once, right? Fucking Hey man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Our defense, it's just, uh, Well, I am looking forward to see what happens, but when you go with with 13-win season, man, 
that's you're you're heading into uh, unicorn territory, and you just you couldn't get past the first round. That was that's that really kind of that's that's what people, what people are going to remember. Kirk Cousin throwing for three yards because he's hearing footsteps. He thinks he's about to get tackled, <laughs> so he decides I better get rid of this thing and try to yeah. keep a, a, something alive. And they all, he could be lying, of course, but you know he's one of God's children. He shouldn't be fabricating stories, Baco. Yeah, whatever. He panicked there a little bit, uh, which is weird because he has been clutch in the fourth quarter this year. Yes, and and he ha- he is definitely not afraid to take a hit. But uh, well, Toomey, we're clearly boring you. Do you want to uh, throw a little salt on uh, on on our wounds now that we're uh, or are you are you are you welcoming us? Are you saying here here's some cookies? Let's eat the pain away. Um, I was watching the game and it was it was just getting so frustrating because had you guys just just had one or two stops, you would have won that game. But your defense was just yeah. just every single time you turned around. I mean, it was like it was like they went up how what was like seventeen or whatever, and then then you guys chipped away and you kept chipping away. But every time like you you guys would score, they would score. It was just like if you could just like get a handle on them and stop them. Cause I mean, like Hawkinson was having like a game of his life out there and, and you know, it just seems like you guys, the offense offensively look great, but yeah, every time you turn around, it was just, you know, they, I, I think, uh, you know, Danny dimes out there rushed for, <laughs> he's the first quarterback in the history of the league to have 300 plus yards passing 70 yards, rushing and two touchdowns in a playoff game, man. That's a weird stat. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, good for him. Um, <laughs> Future Hall of Famer is about to add there. Yeah, oh, uh, we'll we'll switch gears to some of the other games. Then I do want to talk about the Jags and um, oh, I got it. Who they play? Uh, <laughs> the Chargers. Chargers. Twenty-seven points up in that game. And the weird thing is that, like, I was largely because of my relationship with you and doing this show this year to me. I was rooting for the Chargers more so kind of like rooting for anybody to beat the Packers kind of thing. Right. I just wanted the Jags to lose. I and it was just going great. And while that was an entertaining comeback, it was just it was like I was watching the Vikings. You know what I mean? It was like I can't enjoy this. I can't. I don't want you to win. And yeah, that fucking kicker. <laughs> uh god, he uh, what was a 38 and 39 yarder that he missed. Uh and yeah. you know, not not by a lot, but they hit that, or I think there was a play, too, where they overthrew uh, Keenan Allen in the end zone. Those two things, it, it just, it's such such small things that change it. But it was, you know, hats off to them, and then he fucker goes to Waffle House. So <laughs> that, it's, it's hard not to like old, old thumb face and uh, <laughs> thumb you know, he's, he's got the long hair and he's going to Waffle House and he's all cool and stuff. But like, it's just funny because they were up. He, I mean, he threw they turned it over five times in the first half. And, and I mean, all of Titans, Twitter, my, you know, my Facebook feed, I'm just blowing up on the Jags, like, you know, and just talking so much shit. And then the second half starts and it's just like, they, you know, the, the charges just, you know, let them back in. I mean, they were, they had wide open receivers just running down the field and, and, and the Jaguars, they went off and they signed like, five number twos in the offseason zay jones from the from the raiders and uh, christian kirk from the cardinals and uh one of the guys from i don't know like the lions or something it's just like uh marvin jones whatever his name is like all these like just number twos and you know he 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 turned he turned some number two into number one out there so 
Uh, but yeah, I was thoroughly d- displeased with the Chargers and their uh, third largest uh, comeback in the NFL playoff history. So, and, and the, the thumb didn't actually play that well either, even in the second half. No. He, he made look, he made some plays, but I'm like, he really didn't have that good of a game. So, did well, he? Yeah, he threw did, four did picks. He, <laughs> did he earn Waffle House? I I don't think he did. Ooh. I mean, Waffle House is is a nice cap. Like you know, you out having a few beers or whatever, and you want to yeah. go get a, you know, get your get your uh, hash browns. You know, oh, smothered know. covered, <laughs> smothered covered, chunk topped. You know, <laughs> however you want to do it. Uh, throw some chili in there, whichever that one that one is. But um, but yeah, I don't. He, I don't think he he deserved uh, Waffle House after that. Maybe maybe Denny's. Maybe there we go. Yeah, Denny's. So get a uh, moons over Miami. Gene, any thoughts on the game? Well, it was very entertaining. At first, I thought, well, I, I should just turn this off because that first half was was trash. But then it's like, you know what? It's yeah. it's playoffs. Let's see what happens. And yeah, it it happened. It was very surprising. I was because <laughs> I think if I remember correctly, I picked Chargers to win this one, and I watched them go in, go get basically handed a bunch of free points, similar to the Colts game with the Vikings where it's like, here, we're going to die. We're going to give you guys 20, 30 points. Now <laughs> wait for the second half. And all you have to do is stop us, but don't, don't get stupid and don't get conservative. Cause you still got to try to win. Cause the other team it's you're it's you win and you're in and you continue on. If you mm-hmm. lose, you go home and you get no waffle house. <laughs> it, it happens a lot in the playoffs like that. Well, and uh, one thing the the uh, different from the Viking comeback is that uh, um, the uh, the Jaguars did score a touchdown late in the first half. So right, they tightened it up yeah, a that little bit. Definitely helped. That almost felt <laughs> it felt like pity at first, but then it's like no, that was just the beginning of what was to come. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Um, well, uh, Brady, uh, got, uh, well, Brady and the Buccaneers. I like, I, I like in our, in our pick segment, which, uh, I did the math, uh, Gene, I just off the list of people's did. So I'll, I'll share that. Um, figured it wasn't fair to dump that on you when it was, we don't have an easy little chart, but, uh, I think it was, uh, Kevin's Kevin of, uh, the Inobscuria podcast. He called, uh, his picks. He, when he got to the Bucks, he just picked Brady's. Um, I enjoyed that anyway. I thought it was a nice little thing. Uh, we all picked the Bucks, by the way, and we were all wrong. Uh, pretty good game by Dallas, except for their kicker. Um, yeah. Uh, so you know, whatever. Fuck the Cowboys. But yeah, is is here's where I'm going. Is Brady? What are, what are your guys' predictions on Brady? Let's have a little fun here. I think he's done. I want to say he's done. But I mean, I watched the the little bit of the the end of his press conference today. And he kind of looked uh, looked a little done, but he you know it could just be done with the Bucks, you know, could be coming to the Titans. <laughs> so you know, well, not, let's on. not forget that done with him could mean done for a month, and then he'll right. be back next month and ready to try to go for an MVP or uh, or another championship. In fairness to him, he's not Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers like that. I believe he's only done that the one time. Well, I don't think those guys, they always just drug, drug it on. This is, by the way, in case anybody listening isn't aware, this is Aaron Rodgers' favorite time of year. The, oh, what's Aaron going to do time of year. Oh, uh, yeah, he's he was just on the Pat McAfee show saying he's he's not emotionally or mentally ready to make that decision. Uh, nice. But he, he guaranteed, he said, I'm not going to drag this out. I'm not going to make, make the Packers... Not know what the fuck's going on. But anyway, back to Brady. My prediction is he will be playing next year, but it will be with a different team. 
I don't know. You know, the Titans seem like a good fit. Uh, everybody talks to the Raiders because they have his boy from uh, uh, New England coaching that team, Josh McDaniels. The the one that seems interesting to me would be like the Chargers or, I don't know, maybe even like the Broncos go the whole uh, Peyton Manning route. Um, but the Broncos are kind of stuck, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm just spitballing places he could go. Tennessee would be a nice fit for either him or Karen. Um, if they want to move on to a different pasture because you you got a good defense and you don't really need a ton from these guys, but they, they, they can probably do, a, you know, they, they probably just do more than Tannehill, and that's a, probably do more than a lot of quarterbacks in this league. Uh, I, I, I like old Tanny. But. All right, then. He's a good, uh, good dude. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, I don't know if you guys heard. Uh, uh, apparently he's single. He just dates some uh, piece of uh, a little hottie or whatever. Uh one-way ticket to Thailand, and I, I've always thought about that. Like, if I had that kind of job where you get this giant kind of money, and we all go, oh, I just feel sorry because he seems like a good guy. And I'm always like, that guy's got four years left on a contract that's going to pay him like $5 million a year, and that's all guaranteed. Yeah, man, one-way ticket to Thailand with my hot piece of ass girlfriend seems like a fun way to just uh, kick off a little post, uh, post-NFL head coach time. I'm all in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there. I'll be right there with him, man. If you could just have that kind of scratch, no kids, no 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 yeah. job, no wife, no nothing, just I'm going to Thailand. Screw it. <laughs> and uh, and it's better than Waffle House, that's for sure. Uh, I guess nobody well, liked that joke. Well, mm-hmm. all right, Waffle that, House is pretty good. Those are the biggest news and notes. Uh, I, I uh, before I switch to uh, how we did on our picks and how the listeners did. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to get into that came up this past uh, week since we talked? Well, I thought the uh, Ravens Bengals game was pretty entertaining, uh, especially that like ninety-five yard fumble recovery gone the other way. <laughs> you know, as Huntley's trying to sneak it over the end zone type stuff. You know, that's the like in the in the in the Jags game, I I don't know if you if we talked about this or obviously we didn't talk about it. But I don't know if we talked about it personally, but like the Jags went for two down three. Let's see. Like, so so they got it, and then they all they had to do was kick a game winning field goal. And my friend was texting me that was smart, and I'm like, no, just because it worked yeah. doesn't mean it was smart. And he's like, well, it worked, so it's smart. I'm like, that's not that's not how this works. <laughs> but it works, so you know you get to li- live another day. But the two point conversion that that they did was basically you know look like a pass play, and then homeboy just you know stretched it over the goal line. There's your two points, and then Tyler Huntley was like probably watching the game. He's like, I could do that, <laughs> and, he, and, then he, and then he went to like quarterback sneak it across the top, and they just smacked it right out of his. I mean, it's it's almost like every team's dream to happen on the other side. Like if you're playing defense in that situation, you know, the, you, Oh my God, that's like, not only do you not give them seven points, you get seven points. And, and mm-hmm. uh, Tyler Huntley just, just didn't have enough there at the end. And JK Dobbins definitely, definitely came out trashing his quarterback and, and basically the team and the offensive coordinator and everything else, man. So good times up there in Baltimore. Yeah. Well, fuck. one thing with that, that play for Jacksonville is he was on the one yard line after the penalty. So yeah, Thumbhead, whatever his name is, uh, it was right there. And he's, what, 6'5"? Yeah. So he's just got to lean into it a little bit and stretch those arms out and just make sure nobody thwacks the ball out of his hand. And only for that brief moment, that, that half a yard, because as soon as they realize what he's doing, he's almost there anyhow, and it's too late. So that the one to replay that I saw, I missed it in real time, but I saw the replay. It almost looked like um, 
the one you're talking about, which I'm blanking on the dude's name, almost seems like he started that like way too early or something. It's just, it seemed like it was like a forever reach. Like why, how do you think this is going? Oh, fuck. And yeah, it, it didn't work. It, it uh, really changed the tide of the game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, and anybody that's uh, confused by this thumbhead conversation, you can go to Toomey's page in the comment section. It's actually an old post from the day he got drafted, a picture of my thumb next to t- Trevor Lawrence's head, and the resemblance is mar- remarkable. So uh, yeah, that was draft night, I believe, Toomey, or shortly after or whatever. But, uh, yeah, not a good-looking guy. Like I think I said last week, you know his girlfriend – you can't. You just can't trust that she actually loves him. Uh, but I love this somewhere, though. I had a rough, rough Sunday afternoon, so I did not see that game at all. Uh, for some reason, I just didn't feel like watching football anymore. I don't uh, know what happened there. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, it's just personal shit. You know. Just, you know, <laughs> cats and wife. You know. Anyway, uh, I did see the replay of the, but I heard about it on Dan Patrick before I got to see it. They made it sound like it was look, and it was just the way I interpreted it. I'm not saying they said something wrong. Uh, I was surprised that that happened, and there was still 11 minutes left in the game, and that was the final score. So, anyway, yeah. All right. Uh, anything else, gentlemen? There's one thing I want to point out. The uh, well, as we head to, uh, well, the the before I forget, so we don't lose track of it. I'm just going to bring it up now. Is I'd rather bring it up later, but here we go. Uh, the this will be the first time that we don't have a quarterback over the age of 30 or something like that. Wow. Or this, at least for this round, nobody is over the age of 30. Let's just put it that way. So all the old guys are out. It's yeah, 29. It's the oldest. And that, that uh, Dak is at 29. Now I know that because I thought he was over 30 or at least 30. Mm. That's because he went to college for nine years, but uh how about that Stetson Bennett guy? I'm enjoying those memes. I really don't know much about him, but uh, <laughs> apparently he's been in college. We have our own quarterback here. He's actually he's super bald. Tanner Morgan. He was like a seven years, seventh year senior. You know, because COVID players were given a, a past year. So if you're like, I'm good enough to play college football, but not good enough to go pro. Fuck it. I'm just especially with the name, image, and likeness stuff coming on. All right. So between the three of us, the two of you tied at three and three. I had two and four, and the only difference right. was that I picked the Seahawks. <laughs> you know what? At halftime, I was like, feeling pretty good. Here come my Hawks. So uh, uh, for the listeners, I don't need, we almost need to penalize him because he spent such a half-assed effort during the season, but Chris Sinzak got five of the six right. But I, I figure based on how many times those, just, those don't count. Yeah, I, I think he's got a I don't know. I think he he'd have to run the table and be perfect every week to get credit for probably two games. Uh, I think because of the way he, you know, just basically pay up mail and thing. But maybe Jay-Z's lucky uh, Chris Sinzak wasn't picking this season because Jay-Z comes in second to Sinzak at four. Then we got uh, Kearney, Kenneth Roy and Stephen Wright all picking three. Bill Elam at four and Kevin Williams from the In Obscuria podcast is just behind me with one right. So uh, rough week for him. And, and you know, so anyway, uh, and then um, I don't know. I don't have the list in front of me, but, but I know half of my Super Bowl pick is out. And uh, I can't remember what was left on your. I thought you had one left on your your board, too, to me, but I can't remember what it was uh, as far as the top five predictions. So. 
Uh, I believe both of mine are still in, right? Yeah. What about you, Gene? Who did you have? You, you brought it up last week. I just didn't have it written down in front of me. Yeah, Chiefs and 49ers is who okay. I had. All right. Well, so I, have, you, I have Bills and Eagles, don't I? I believe so. That sounds right. So, like yeah, I said, I, I just don't have it written down in front of me. All right. Let's get to the picks then. Our, um, I thought I had it ready. <laughs> there we go. All right, this, uh, we have uh, eight, uh, eight teams left, uh, four games this weekend. Starting on uh, Saturday, kicking off at 3.30, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars going to Kansas City to, uh, of course, you know, indulge in some gumbo, maybe a little Waffle House. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. You know, I think uh, Toomey went with you first last week. We'll start with Gene this week. Gene, who do you pick in here? I'm going to go with the Chiefs because obviously I picked them to go to the Super Bowl, so I, I kind of have to stick with that. And plus, I don't... <laughs> The Jaguars, I feel like, you know, kind of got lucky. I just, I don't see them, unless the Chiefs crap the bed, this should be an easy game for the Chiefs to win. Oh, man. In, in all honesty, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about Senzak's Chiefs, you know. They've, uh, you know, they've played down to their competition. That's true. Titans took them to overtime. Texans almost could have beat them there. You know, they're, they're playing down to these low-level teams. And, uh, and, and the stat is now Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game high school, college, or NFL now on a Saturday. And they will be playing on a Saturday. So uh, He's the anti-Kirk Cousins. He's no Kirko. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm going to pick the Chiefs because I can't pick the Jaguars, but man, I, I think it's going to be closer than... than uh, I think it's a pretty big spread, too. I think it's like eight and a half points or something. You know, I make fun of uh, Trevor uh, Lawrence's head um, but their coach, uh, he's got to have the world's largest head. Uh, Doug Peterson. I'm not sure how he ever found a football helmet to wear when he was backing up Brett Favre for a decade. Uh, Imagine burning that. But that's why he wears a visor, though, because of the Velcro. He can just, like, you know, add a little Velcro to it to fit around that giant melon. I'm picking the Chiefs. Okay, uh, the Giants then, uh, boy, looking looking so good heading into Philadelphia. They play on Saturday as well at 7.15. Uh, kick it off, Gene. I think they blew their wad last week prepping for the Vikings. <laughs> I, there's no chance. Eagles are going to stop them. Ooh, man, I, I just... Vanilla Vic out there running the ball, throwing the ball put up stats i like that name um he's into man, cat, he's into cat fighting <laughs> you know what i'm gonna pick the giants in this one i'm gonna go against the green here and pick the giants well no i can't do that because they're my super bowl pick i guess i'm going eagles then. <laughs> you can pick what you want i don't think it i actually don't think it should abolish your super bowl pick if you really want to go the giants you know if they end up winning and they still Ooh. make it to the super bowl I, I i two different things i think but yeah whatever you want to do either you Keep that moving going forward. Um, uh, fuck the Giants. Fuck Eddie Trunk. Fuck the NFC East. <laughs> I want both teams to lose. Uh, if, if Philly is just probably the worst fan base. Maybe yes. the Raiders back in the day when they were in uh, uh, Oakland. But God, just, just horrible, shitty people. It's like they spend $15 on a beer just to hurl it at somebody. And I don't know. Just the, the passion. Um, and yeah, the Giants... They're never, ever interesting, even when they're good. Ah, the Eagles are going to win this one. That's for you, Matt. All right, then we kick it to Sunday. We have the Bengals heading up to Buffalo at 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, this one looks like, to me, so far, this is the one game that I actually want to watch. Gene? 
I'm a little concerned with the Bengals after last week. I'm going to go with the Bills to uh, to win at home. Yeah, I'm going Bills on this one. I think they're kind of, uh, you know, on, they're on a special trajectory now that uh, a homeboy, can't, uh, Hamblin's okay. And, you know, the, the, the Disney story has to end with, a, you know, some positive. Well, if it doesn't, you know the people that claim the NFL is rigged and this is proof are going to forget this. Uh, but if it does, that's all you're going to hear about those nuts. Um, and to your point, Gene, I look, the Bills did not look good against a Miami team that was starting at Tyler whatever, the guy we got to play. Uh, Skyler Thompson. Skyler Thompson, yes. Yeah, uh, you, you know... You know he had it rough growing up like that name. Him and Stenson, Stetson Bennett probably went to the same fucking uh, <laughs> grade school or something. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I'm picking Bills on this one. But uh, Joe Burrow, um, man, there's something salty about him I enjoy. Uh, uh, unless I'm, my team's playing him. But, yeah, he's, uh, he's a good quarterback as well as Josh Allen. And Josh Allen seems to make stupid decisions, and I'm still picking him. Whatever. Fuck it. All right, the, 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 the weekend wraps up with uh, the Dallas Cowboys heading out west to San Francisco in a matchup that took place almost every NFL NFC championship game during the 80s. The uh, Cowboys <laughs> versus the Niners. You got Joe Montana, Steve Young flinging around Danny White and uh, Troy Aikman. Gene? Uh, well, Cowboys looked really good uh, beating up on a terrible uh, team down there in Tampa but so I'm not going to let that affect my pick on 49ers should be able to handle this without any problems I don't see Dak Prescott pulling this one off yeah man it was it's crazy though I was watching that 49ers game and just just the offense alone just just it's crazy that they, they're on to Mr. Irrelevant a rookie 7th round draft pick last pick of the draft He's out there slinging it around like he's Joe Namath <laughs> and making it and making offense look easy. That's that's the thing that like as a Titans fan is just just hard to watch teams when they like just make offense look so easy. Vikings are like that. Vikings just make offense look easy, but it's just your defense. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, just uh, but uh, but I no the uh, <laughs> but no just the. Um, yeah, I, I just think the 49ers have something nice going on. So, yeah, 49ers. Yeah, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, well, if the Vikings managed to win against the Giants, this was what my, my positive spin was going to be like. How long can Brock Purdy keep this up? But the reality was when I watched that game, that was the first time I'd actually paid attention to him play. Uh, and the guy <laughs> looks fucking legit. How bad is Trey Lance? Because this team looked like one of the worst in the league. They lost to the Bears in week one, right? Uh, and That was uh, weather-related, though. Yeah, it was weather-related. <laughs> you know what? They probably would have won that game if, if it wasn't raining so hard, but they weren't doing that great to begin with. And, yeah, Trey, Trey Lance looked like just complete shit in every game he played before he got hurt. And Brock Purdy steps in and looks way better than fucking Garoppolo. And Garoppolo's just that guy's like, hey, man, we're going to win. I'm not going to look good doing it, but uh, I'm just going to look good. Yeah, the, the Niners going to win this one in another game that I just, I don't care. I, I'm sick of both of them. Just the rich get richer. The fucking Niners win. And, but you know what? At least I can fuck the Cowboys. They, they, they're they done. You can go take your cruise the, a week later, uh, Dak. 
you know, and, and Dakota. Fuck, and fuck guys named Dakota that call himself Dak anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> Your name's Dakota. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the picks. Uh, um, we'll, we'll catch up with everybody here in a week and see how things go this weekend. I, I, what do we say at the end now? There's no skull. There's no tighten up. Fly it's always next fly. year. Wait till yeah. Wait till next Chiefs year. Kingdom. Oh yeah. Yeah, we could you know i just be like the Sinzaks and just uh, you know maybe that's their own fan base, the Sinzaks. They just jump from whatever hot team to another team. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we could do some sort of like racist Indian chant, probably like the uh, Chiefs do, you know? <laughs> How come? Yeah, you know what? There is something there. There's no pressure for them to change the name. Uh, everybody hates Daniel Snyder, so the, the Redskins have to be the fucking commanders. And they I'm not saying what's things. right or wrong. I'm saying this is another Indian named team, man. So. Some sort of chopping, you know, a bunch of white people in the stands go, oh. <laughs> You know, like, uh, yeah. Real CD. You, if you love the Indians that much, why don't you give the land back? Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a real, it's a real sea of diversity there at the, at the uh, what's that, that stadium called? Arrowhead? Oh, God. No. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Uh, there's always next year. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. See ya. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.